welcome to The Messy Empire with Karen Prawl, where we prove to you that success is all about embracing the chaos and charging into the unknown. AJ, do you know what prospecting is? Yeah, I think I do. All right, what do you think it is? Prospecting is trying to get business by talking to people. That is true. Do you know it's considered the first step in the sales process? It means identifying a potential customer, understanding that you have a need that, or they have a need you can fill, and then you create a database around them. You know what, Mark, what's marketing? Not sure. I don't know if I could define that one. I know marketing is like a big generic word, but I really want to dive into like prospecting versus marketing because I think a lot of realtors think they prospect when in fact they're marketing. Is one better than the other? For certain realtors, for most realtors, yes. There's a better... For for most realtors, it makes more sense to prospect? Obviously, yeah. That's, you got to go get new... Sorry, I didn't want to be like, (laughs) Avi. But to go get new business, you have to constantly go nurture and get new business. Marketing is like nurturing. So remember we did that podcast on predator versus prey? Mm -hmm. I think that prospecting is hunting. So marketing is what? Farming? Yep. Perfect. What's the one thing you want people to take out of this episode? I want them to really identify what they are or are not doing and figure out ways to be more purposeful about it. Prospecting is going after the business, seeking the business, and chasing business. Reaching out, it's you putting out effort. It's not coming receiving. Okay, it's not receiving? Yeah, it's like, pros- I mean, that's what the definition of prospecting means a few things. I'm sure one of the definitions like going out and getting information or gathering leads. How is that different from marketing? Marketing is passive. So it's not active. Marketing is like solidifying your brand or validating your brand or reassuring your brand. So a billboard or a park bench or a postcard, that's marketing. Prospecting is like seeking business. Marketing is reaffirming who you are. That's a commercial. That's marketing. That's not prospecting. Okay. Now calling me, call me today could be considered prospecting, but that's receiving. Like people think that they are marketing or prospecting all the time, but really they're marketing. And I think people don't understand the difference. Many realtors don't understand the difference. I'm not hundred percent sure if I understand the difference. So I, I definitely would like to learn a little bit more about this. You had some examples of marketing like billboards um, advertisements like that. What are some examples of prospecting that are different? Door knocking, cold calling, touching your sphere, asking for referrals, reaching out, seeking business, offering help. Being, it's a, it's a relationship. It's a two person relationship. Like, Hey AJ, do you know anyone that's looking to buy, sell or invest in real estate? Mm -hmm. And that's prospecting. Yeah. Asking marketing is like, Hey, You'd be like, hey, I saw your website. Oh my God, you did. That's awesome. But I'm not having a real estate conversation. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. I think I'm starting to get a little bit. Uh, all right. So, so like, just break it down. Like, what are some things that like agents do specifically that are marketing only? That- uh, send mailers. Just listed, just sold. That's only marketing? That's not prospecting? It, well, it's, it's doing a call to action. But it's not actually having a conversation. It's just putting something in someone's hands. They're going to see you. Yeah. Or they're going to see you. It's a reminder. Your postcard. Mm-hmm. But you're not going to start a conversation off of that. No. You can if you're lucky, but that's not the goal. Yeah. And if they call you and they're like, hey, listen, I saw you sold the neighbor's home in three days, blah, blah, blah. Great. When can I come out and do a CMA and let you know about where your home 
how fast we could get it sold for you. Okay. All right. So on the flip side of that, door knocking would be the ex- the prospecting counterpart. Yeah. Like all the time people are like, oh yeah, I'm doing this and I'm doing this. I'm like, awesome. So how are you prospecting? They're not. They're waiting for leads to come in. And I tell people, if you're waiting for leads to come to you, you should go work at a car dealership because people walk in a car dealership. Like you have to go there to get their product and the salespeople are ready. Very few car dealership salespeople actually prospect. And what's so interesting is I bought a car last year and I'm usually really quick to buy a car. But this time I was going to make a really prudent decision. I test drove like 10 different SUVs. Jeez. I know. And for someone that goes as fast as me, <laughs> test driving 10 cars takes forever. And one of the cars um, I ended up buying, but I didn't buy it from the dealer I drove it from. because. And I told the guy when I test drove it, there's nothing I don't like about this car. You know what's most important to me is follow-up. Follow-up is most important to me. He's like, what do you do? And I'm like, oh, I'm in real estate. Right? And it was a nice conversation. And the car was gorgeous. But guess what? He never did. So then you just went to the next closest dealership? I actually went 15 miles out of my way past the closest dealership, which was one mile from my house because the lack of follow-up. Really? So like just because he didn't follow up, you didn't want to deal with him anymore? Yes. Okay. So that follow-up would have been prospecting, right? Yeah, it absolutely would have been. You know, the best, I test drove so many cars I'd mentioned. I've been to so many dealerships. And it cracked me up how poorly I was treated in some dealerships that I went to a Lexus dealership in Naperville and my husband was with me and it was a Saturday morning. We weren't dressed amazingly well and we were looking at the big SUV and it was literally like an episode of Cosby that I talk about a lot that when Dr. Cosby on the Cosby show went to buy a car, he was like, don't tell anybody that I'm a doctor. And so he told his kid, Theo, to not tell anybody he's a doctor. Well, then a neighbor or someone saw him. He's like, Dr. Huxtable, how's your wife? I heard she made partner at the law firm, like in front of the car salesman. And then his whole thing was blown. Anyway, Joel and I were just out. So I'm like, let's go drive the small Lexus. I want to test drive it because every realtor has one. So there must be a reason for it. Mm-hmm. Like literally when I was in Denver, there was like seven lined up at once. It was so <laughs> funny. Okay. So I went to go test drive it. Um, We were out looking at the big Lexuses just in the parking lot waiting for someone to come out. And the guy walked up and he's like, do you know that car is $100,000? And we were like, oh, okay. And he's like, yeah. And he told us we couldn't afford it. Really? Yeah. So we're like, and X, not buying a car there. So like that ruled out a Lexus opportunity because the way we were treated. Yeah, no, that's just not right. No, because I sold a $2 million house to a guy wearing shorts and sneakers on a Saturday morning. And so I am never going to judge someone. And the fact that someone judged me, I was over it. I walked into the Infinity dealership in Naperville and no one came up to help us, Joel and I. And so we're like, and Infinity's out. So I literally buy a car based on service. Because I have my, I'm here by myself a lot and I only have one car. So without a second car around, I have to have good service. Right, yeah. you got to get fixed. You got to make right. Yeah. I got to have a trait. I have to have a loaner when I want to get it fixed and all these things. So, so I really judged people. And I'll tell you, the best follow up I had was at the BMW dealership. Really? Yeah. In he Naperville? was so good. He was. Yes, it was in Naperville. And the only reason I didn't buy that car was because it didn't have an automotive, a re, uh, remote start. 
And in Chicago, if I'm going to buy a new car, like I need a remote start because I park in a parking lot all day and I want it warm when I get in. That's fair. So I bought the Lincoln, but I went to Westmont to buy the Lincoln and the gentleman that helped me was very good. He ordered the car from Texas because I was very specific on what I wanted. And so he ordered it from Texas. I put a deposit down. I got the car. Everything's been great. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. All right. So he wasn't even prospecting. Like he got lucky and he was a good dude. So that was just kind of like service. Yeah, it was service. Would you say prospecting is service? Yes. Well, why would you prospect if you're not going to follow up? Like, why do these people go on test drives with me and then not follow up? Mm. I mean, really? Like, if the BMW guy, he said, I said, you got to make me love the car more than I love remote start. And he's like, I wish I could answer it. And by the way, I think BMWs now have it. Remote start. Yeah, I was going to say, I think they can add it at the dealership usually. Well, they, they couldn't, and it would void the warranty, and I'm not going to do that. Oh, gotcha, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, because I had a Mercedes before, and I couldn't do remote start. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, so I went Lincoln, and I'm very happy. And the service there has always been good. Good, good. And so they call me when I need an oil change. That's prospecting. They're upselling. Oh, okay, okay. They call me when I need service, or my app tells me, you need this, or your oil is low, or whatever. They've created it. So they're consumer facing, but the technology is backing it up because it's monitoring my use all the time, which that could take us to a, an entirely different conversation if we wanted it to. Yeah. So what are some things that agents do that is marketing, but they think is prospecting? Um, so I, like I said before, sending out for sale by owners, um, sending them stuff. They're not door knocking. Mailing them something is nothing. That's marketing. Um, of just listed, just sold, sharing it on Facebook or social media, um, posting the website, texting link. That's not prospecting. That's marketing. Prospecting would be like a widget or a lead form, capture form on their Facebook or things like that. So let me ask that question. This is where it gets black. It gets so gray for me because I'm so old school prospecting versus marketing. Yeah. So and now things are changing. So it seems like there really is a gray area in there. Um, where if somebody's running, you know, a Facebook ad and they're capturing leads, is that prospecting or is that still marketing? Because I could see you saying that it's marketing until they call those leads. I think it's marketing until they capture information. Okay, so once they've captured information, now it's prospecting? As long as you're going to do something with it. Okay. I just said to an agent the other day, because I know that we can create a great referral network, and you and I have talked about this, mm -hmm. and he said, he's with another company, and he said... You know, I know, like I'm on a team and I should probably work my database and I don't. I go, if you don't want to, I'll do it. Mm -hmm. I'll work your database for you. I'll systematize it and I'll prospect to it and I'll reach out to it. And I'll just pay you referral fee. And he's like, well, I could do it myself. I go, but you're not going to. Yeah, but you're not. Right. And that is so many realtors, like only five and a half million homes sell every year. And for someone to think that someone that they're going to that that person's going to automatically think of them first is ridiculous. And so you have to prospect. Yeah. Yeah, you absolutely have to. Okay. So like if you think about great marketing or great commercials or great mind or like things that you're like, "Oh, I love that company or the brand." We've talked about brand loyalty, right? Mm -hmm. You love movies, I love Starbucks. Like whatever. Starbucks doesn't prospect to me. I mean, I guess if they sent me notifications like, hey, there's a special today. Does that count as prospecting or is that still marketing? I think that's still marketing. So you're willing to admit there is a gray area. Totally. Is one better than the other? No, it's being top of mind. All right. So that's probably pretty important. 
like some people could hear this and think that we're kind of shunning marketing, but that's not the case. Oh my gosh, no, 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 no. Marketing is, I think it is, it is important. But when you're a new agent, let's say you have no business marketing, you have to prospect. Okay, why is that? Because you don't have anything to market. Right? You have to go get business to be valid. And so you have to prospect. And that means your favorites in your phone becomes really important. Those are the people that love you and they trust you. I mean, they're in your favorites list on your phone for a reason. That's who you should be prospecting to first. Mm-hmm. Then you can do open houses and go door knock and invite people to the open houses. You can slide broadcast people and invite them to the open houses. You can text your entire sphere and invite them to your open house. That's prospecting. It's inviting people to your open house is a prospect to me. So what should the mix look like? Should it be 50% marketing, 50% prospecting? No. What do you think? I think it should be 70% prospecting, 30% marketing. For new agents or for all agents? Uh, New agents should be 100% prospecting. Okay. Why is that? Because you have nothing. Get stuff to prospect. I must curse there. (laughs) It was close. And so... I think that would be really important is all you should be doing is prospecting. You don't have any money to spend anyway. We red light, green light. Yeah. Marketing costs money. Like my biggest pet peeve when I first got into real estate leadership was people getting their license and then buying. I'd see like a case of pens come in and I literally would throw a temper tantrum. Who are you buying pens for? You even earned the right to buy a pen. That's pretty funny, actually. Do you remember? Like people used to do it all the time. I've seen pens around, but I've... Oh my gosh, people buy things like I, this is going to go get me business or they're a new agent and they go buy signs. Why? We have signs. Don't go buy a sign. Don't do that yet. Go buy riders with your name on it, Mm. but you don't need to go buy a sign. Hmm. Right? Because you have nothing to market. Right. Right. Exactly. Don't spend money for business you don't yet have. Okay. Borrow other people's business. Call them. Can I market your listing? I would always say yes. Why would I not want someone to market my uh, listing? Yeah, uh, well, you, most people say yes. They do. Although, like, there are some people, other companies, that don't market the listings while they use it to gain their own exposure and their own screen time, per se, and not really sell the listing. Okay, yeah, yeah. And maybe that's not the image you want associated with your listing. I, I, know, I know some of the people that you're thinking of, like, the... Take a listing at any price just to get buyer leads. Yeah. Or, no, I mean, like, people are like, hey, can I use your listing? But it's really to give them a commercial, like, they're that busy. When it's not really helping my seller sell the house. Gotcha. Oh, okay, okay. Other way around. I wasn't thinking of it. Yeah. Okay. And I'm like, no, you can't. Like, not, not to promote yourself. Mm. But if my sellers are going to benefit from it, that's who I work for. If I'm the listing agent, then absolutely. You know, I think there's discernment that needs to happen of who's marketing your house. Yeah, that's fair. I yeah. think so you want good representation. Right. And you want your sellers to know that your colleagues are people that they would hire also. Yeah, 100%. All right. So if you're starting out, the split should be 100% prospecting, pretty much 0% marketing. Um, yeah. Except on Facebook or social media where it's free. What does it move towards? Oh, Oh, that's a good point. All right. So... Maybe is there like 10% marketing in there for like Facebook and social media? Fine. Okay. All right. You, you'll, you'll give that. I will. Well, I think you do have to be a presence and be aware, and, but it has to be useful and knowledgeable and come from contribution too. It can't just be like, look at me, I'm this, right? You know mm-hmm. how I feel about like flash on Facebook anyway. Hmm. So. Look at my car. 
the reason that I think that this sounds a little bit negative towards marketing is not because there's anything wrong with marketing. It's just because a lot of agents use marketing as a crutch instead of doing prospecting. Yes. Marketing is important. I grew up in a family where my dad was in marketing and advertising, and I know it's important. Branding is important. We have the luxury of being able to promote our brands mm. as an agent. Like I'm an independent agent and I get to be Karen Prawl, realtor backed by KW, right? I don't have to promote KW, which is amazing. And so I don't want to take the importance of that away because it's everything to me. Yet, I also want people to understand that marketing is important and showing who you're affiliated with is important and that you're surrounded by, let's say for our company, the largest real estate company in the world. And yet that you don't get to use it instead of prospecting, go, oh no, I prospected today. No, you didn't. Mm -mm. No, you didn't. Taking a picture of you showing a house is not prospecting. That's marketing. And so I think if we really took a look at our calendars and how we were spending our time, prospecting versus marketing, I think agents would really have to take a hard look. So one of the things that I think does some agents a disservice, assuming that they've read The Millionaire Real Estate Agent, is that a lot of people don't realize that shift is kind of an amendment to The Millionaire Real Estate For Agent. For sure. Because at the time that The Millionaire Real Estate Agent was written, um, the, the... The market was climbing. market was climbing. And so it was perfectly okay to be marketing-based and prospecting enhanced, meaning maybe 75% of your efforts were spent on marketing and only 25% spent on prospecting just to kind of make sure you're converting those people that come in and off your marketing efforts. But by the time Shift was written in 2008 or so, the market was no longer climbing. And yeah, I want to say maybe around 9 or 10 because I was in Amarillo when they were doing the Shift tour. Okay, so it was like 2009. We'll have to look it up, yeah. Yeah, so I know it specifically talks about a market downturn and... During those times, you absolutely need to be prospecting-based and marketing-enhanced. So the majority of your efforts need to be on prospecting, and you're just peppering in some marketing to reinforce your brand, like you said. I think, and I think Jay and Gary had said this at some point during the book, or had said this on one of the recordings afterwards, that that change is no longer just for downturns. That you're prospecting-based moving forward like moving forward that's the way the millionaire real estate agent operates i don't think that everybody's got that memo okay how many companies does rupert murdoch own for example he owns realtor.com right mm -hmm. well realtor they also own realtor.com owns upcity upcity is like a referral based network they rate people right right they, they... They, yeah, they, they get leads from Realtor.com, and instead of selling it to an agent, they refer it to them, but with a really high referral fee. And, like, perpetuity, like, forever, like, those people's kids, grandkids, and great-grandkids, they are owed a referral fee for it. Yep. Like, they own you and your database, and it's crap. And so, all these people are buyers that we all know. Everybody knows a Realtor, right? Mm. But yet, we're willing to go pay a referral fee because it came to us in an email, but I'm not willing to call them and ask them if they have any real estate needs. Right, exactly. How, I mean, what if I said to every agent today, oh my God, I just gave you a 25% raise today. Literally, right? 25% raise. And they're like, really, how'd you do that? Awesome, you're no longer gonna pay for these crap services that are selling the same lead. Yeah, just 
that it's aggressive. I mean, Zillow itself sold 137 million leads and five and a half million homes sold. There's a disconnection there. So I just gave you a 25% raise because you're going to send your app to every single person in your sphere. Mm-hmm. Or you're just going to call them. Hey, everybody knows someone who's moving in the next year. You're going to hear of three people that are going to need to move up, downsize, or move out of town. When that happens, and it's going to happen, will you make sure to tell me right away so I can make sure they're connected with a great agent? Hmm. What an easy conversation. How much should I pay for that? Zero dollars. I know. And these other companies that also charge a relocation fee for a personal referral, that's even more crap that I'm not even going to talk about. Yeah, that's pretty aggressive, actually. Like, you had to do that at your old company, and I did at mine. We were at the same company. Never fun. Oh, my God. Like, really? That's my friend. Yeah. Anyway. At some point, it makes more sense to refer out of the company. Yeah, but why not just do a business based on referrals anyway and just get 25%? Yeah. And not, like, are you kidding me? But all these people that want this shortcut because they want things to come to them, they're being passive. Prospecting is active. Marketing is passive. Okay, so that's one way to put it. Marketing is passive. Prospecting is active. Yeah. Okay. All right. I feel like that's in the Red Book. It might be. I think it is. Because I read it, like, 23 times. I have not read it 23 times. No, I've read it probably 13, though. You know, the first few times, I didn't understand it. Like, I'm not the greatest comprehender. Obviously, we've talked about all my issues. (laughs) Okay. Of putting words together and like comprehension's my issue. Um, and by the way, we talked in a prior episode about how my favorite book is A Chocolate Mousse for Dinner, which is all like hyperboles and stuff. And I found the book going through my mom's house. So oh, I'm going to awesome. bring it to you. Yeah, that's it's so awesome. funny. Let's put it this way making money. I can either go to work and make money, that's active, or I can wait for like rents to come in from properties I own, that's passive. It's the same thing. Well, that's tough because then... I don't have anything to come in. I don't own anything yet. I was going to say, then people are just going to say, oh, I want everything passive. Right, but you have to go earn that. How do you earn that? You go to work and get active and save your money to go buy properties and to become a landlord. You don't just have money to go buy. In real estate, how do you earn that? Like, not that it is in real estate. In real estate sales, how do you earn that? That you go sell some houses, you have some closings, and then keep a small percentage to, you know, to reinvest in marketing in your business. Mm. Like, you earn the right to. Okay. So, have you seen it gone go wrong either way, where somebody's either too prospecting based or too marketing based? Well, the 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 challenge is that people that are just prospecting based is they don't work their sphere or their past sales to earn repeat referral business, which is a much greater odds of getting when you work it. Mm-hmm. And so, when you're only prospecting based, you're going to be always chasing new business, and that's going to wear you out after a while. So I think there's a good mix of, if I had my perfect business today in real estate, it'd be 70% repeat referral and 30% new. 70% repeat referral, 30% new? Yeah. But it takes some time to get there, right? Yeah, but it should take you three to five years, at least, to get repeat referral business because the people you sold houses to are then ready to maybe to make a move and refer you. Okay, so we talk about this a lot with our new technology, with our command platform. Mm. And having a one-on-one experience. If I'm prospecting, I'm going, hey, AJ, do you need business? If I'm marketing, AJ, you and everyone in your neighborhood, do you need bus- Do you have any business for me? Well, not even the AJ part of that. Just the everyone in this neighborhood. Right. That's true. Like, I met with an agent that I've actually talked about him that didn't even know he was sending postcards to my neighborhood. Oh, really? Oh, my God. I go, oh, yeah, I get one like every week. Yeah. And I'm thinking, well, what if one of my neighbors called him? No wonder I have not seen him have a listing. Hmm. He doesn't know he's sending cards here. How do you not know? 
Weird. How do you not know where you're farming? That's weird. That's a weird one. It was uncomfortable. So you were... I actually then came home, took a picture of the card I got that day, and sent it to him. And, and I go, I'm not crazy. Never seen this before in my life. I mean, are you kidding me right now? What a waste of money. Hmm. I'm going to burn it in my fireplace. Okay, so one-to-one versus one-to-many. Marketing is one-to-many. A commercial is one-to-many. Okay. Uh, you know, Netflix calling me, Karen, are you happy with your account? That's one-to-one. That, yeah, that'd be one-to-one. That'd yeah. be awesome. Yeah, Amazon markets one-to-many. We are no different as realtors. I also think that people don't understand that prospecting can bring you immediate business and marketing is long-term play. All right, AJ, why don't you think about it this way? If I'm a realtor in my car today and I need, I want to close a home in the next 30 days, marketing is not going to get me that business. Prospecting is immediate and marketing is your long-term play. Oh, okay. Okay. So that's another reason why it's good for new agents to focus on prospecting. Yes. Because you need something to close sooner. Right. You got to pay your dues, right? You have bills to pay. You have a commitment. You want to re- get a return on your investment from going to school. And so prospecting, you have a far greater chance of earning revenue by prospecting than you do marketing. I mean, what if I, what if all I did was send out postcards to neighborhoods <laughs> I didn't know yeah, I no was clue. doing? That's Should a- I ever expect to sell a house there? No, it, 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 you're not even engaged at that point. But No, but I'm going to look up and see if that agent, not with our company, I'm going to see if that agent has ever sold a house in my area. That's a good point. Is open house is hosting an open house prospecting? I If you work it. How many open houses have I gone to and I walk in and I don't say I'm a realtor right away? I think I'm supposed to in Illinois law, but I haven't had to in other states. And... I, it's like I'm bothering them that they're there. Like they're on their phone. They're like, hey, how are you? Oh my gosh, why are you there? You're working. Go work it. Mm -hmm. My mom always taught us the 10, 10, 10 rule. And that rule was you door knock the 10 across the street and the 10 on either side and invite them to the open house, right? It's funny because for people that don't know your mom was a realtor, like that just sounds like a really funny rule for a mom to teach their kids. Right. I mean, I was doing open houses way young like my teenage years and so I would go with my mom if especially it was like a big home and I'd go do it with her you know like mm-hmm. as her assistant and so I'd be the greeter and you have to invite the neighbors and you have to work it and you have to let them know and you have to do a first look open house or a secret neighbor invite only open house and you have to market and prospect it and then when people come through the door you have to capture their information what is the point of having an open house if you're not getting those leads and working it Right. Right. And the sellers have a right to know who's been in their home. I I think more importantly, that's more important than anything, is that I would say to people, the sellers would like to know who've come through their home. Please sign here. Mm -hmm. So if you do all of that, then it's prospecting. Well, then you got to follow up. That's the key. The next day, thank you for coming through my open house. Do you know what I used to do? I'm going to do like a tips and tricks. Every time I hosted an open house... I would schedule showings for the vacant houses around in the neighborhood. Okay. So if my open house was one to three, I would schedule a showing from three to four in every house. And then people would come in and I would say, does this work for you? No. Do you need four bedrooms? Because this is a three bedroom. And they're like, yeah, we're really looking for four or a basement. I'm like, awesome. You know what? I actually am going to wrap up soon. And I have that house. I'm meeting another potential buyer over there at 315. Why don't you wait a few minutes and I'll, I can sneak you in right at three and show you the house. Mm-hmm. Hello? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. 
So I would do stuff like that all the time is I always scheduled showings for the neighbor's houses so I could go show those houses to people and earn their business. Hmm. Right? If I'm going to work it, I worked it. So are there other things that are prospecting technically, but some people treat more like marketing? Ooh, what do you have in mind? I don't have anything else in mind. Really? Your mind can't be totally blank. No, it's completely blank. I just wanted to see if there's other examples of that. Because um, it seems like open house is like one of those things where it could be prospecting or it could be marketing, depending on how you work it. That's true. I mean, I guess it could be hosting like a first time buyer seminar. Mm. That could be marketing based, but prospecting, you're trying to get leads. Right. Like if you're actually having conversations with About people, people like, getting them in their first home. Right. And you really do something with it. Mm-hmm. Don't waste their time. That could be turning, that could be like marketing started, but the marketing draws them in. But you have to go get the business. Right. You still have to have the conversation. You have to prospect to get them there. Wouldn't that be prospecting? So, I mean, the thing is, is that people click like, yeah, I'm going to make an event brighter. or Facebook. Oh my God. Do not ever send me, Karen Prawl, an invitation on Facebook to do something. Okay. I'm going to make a blanket statement right now. I get 800 invitations on Facebook to go to things. It doesn't attach to my calendar. I will never see it again. I'll never remember it. Like I get like online eyelash parties, pampered chef parties, this, and then come to my birthday or whatever. And then I miss like the birthday because I have all this other crap in my inbox. Oh, that's a good point actually. Yeah. Like don't do that. Anybody, you'll never get attention there. Hmm. Because don't you get, if you looked at your Facebook right now, how many event invites do you get? Don't do that. People who have a big sphere, don't do that Mm because they're never going to see it. Send them a Google calendar invite. Send your clients a Google Calendar invite. Send the buyers that you're going to be at that open house. Like, treat it like a business. Everything I do, I'm like, send me Google Calendar. Send me Google Calendar. Send me Google Calendar, right? Okay. So that would be more prospecting, sending a Google Calendar invite, than creating a Facebook event. Is that, is that still marketing, though, isn't it? <coughs> that is still marketing. Yeah, because, like... Or is like, are you? No, say- that's more process. I'm sending you a calendar. That's one are to one, not it, one to many. Are you saying it's not? Are you saying it's not one or the other? It can kind of be like. Yes, I've decided there is some gray. Okay. Depending on how you work it, but work it. Hmm. Oh my gosh, I'm getting mad. Why are you mad? I was getting mad about it because. I think people are just waiting for business to come to them. And that's never going to happen. You will not have exponential growth or success for you waiting for it. When in life has waiting ever worked? Tell me. Like when? It's silent for a reason because it's never really worked. I was going to say, do a lot of people just wait? Like, yeah, they're like, oh, I'll get business. Are you saying marketing is like waiting? I think marketing's waiting. Okay. Unless you're committed to it, like farming doesn't work until you're committed to 18 months or two years to farm. I was going to say farming has to take a while, I would imagine. 18 to two months, and you better have the money to do it. So you as a new agent do not have a right to do it. Right. You better just be doing open houses in your neighborhood or the areas you want to work. And if I live in Naperville and I don't want to work in Roselle, then I'm not going to do an open house in Roselle. Because where are the buyers going to look? 
Rosa. Right. Like, why are you and doing that's where that? They started looking. Right. All I want them to see is my name in the same area over and over and over again. Like, I live in a very populated townhome community. Mm-hmm. Right. There is oh, so many houses for sale here right now. Not in my exact community, but right around me. Right. Yeah. I would work in my half mile vicinity exclusively. So all they knew was me. Because some of these townhomes are half million dollars. Right. The price point's amazing. And that's where the most homes are sold in Naperville is three fifty to five hundred. Wow. Yeah. So that would be prospecting to me. Marketing would be doing an open house wherever there's one to do. It's a hunter. It's a hunter versus a pre- predator versus prey, basically. I've, I've heard that. Like I've heard, you know, prospecting is being hunting, hunting versus farming. Yeah. 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 Yes. Totally. Our podcasts are coming full circle. This is amazing. Why? Because we did predator versus prey. Oh yeah, now it's hunting versus farming. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, okay. Oh my god, we have like a, th- a rural theme here. Is there any last words? Anything that you think is important for people to know about prospecting and marketing? Prospecting is just go do it. Don't wait. Go do it. Ask, ask, ask. My favorite question is the what I mentioned before is you're going to know three people AJ that are going to need to move. It's going to happen because it always does. And then they're going to think of you and you're going to be like, you were right. Like you're psychic and not psycho. Any suggestions for our next episode? Tell us on Instagram at The Messy Empire. Thank you for listening to The Messy Empire with Karen Prawl.